This is episode 60 with Barbie Jo, and we're talking organizing your home to help you manage your time and save you from the chaos. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, you guys. I am so excited to have Barbie Jo with me on. She is a personal organizer and a life coach, and I'm so excited to have this conversation because I think she can just bring so much knowledge and tips and wisdom to you guys who are trying to manage a house, a family, a career, while also dealing with chronic illness. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Let's dive into a little bit of your background and your story and what you do. So give everybody just a brief overview of that. So I am a mom of five and a farmer's wife. And we were living, you know, in, you know, from harvest to harvest, we never knew what to expect the following year. And it was always kind of just cross your fingers and pray. But uh, working for Mother Nature is not the easiest to do. And it was after a second failed harvest, two in a row, I was standing in line applying for government assistance when I decided, you know, I've got to do something to help our family. And that's when I launched my organizing business. Now, mind you, it came at a very stressful time. I still had all five kids underfoot. Um, My husband was commuting back and forth to the farm. I was oftentimes single mom, especially during the busy times of year, during harvest, during planting, during pruning. Um, So it was hard to stay motivated and it was hard to build a business, but I discovered simple ways to do that and to stay organized, not only for my clients, but more importantly for myself, because if things weren't functioning at home, there was no way I was going to go out and be able to serve other people. So that is kind of where I have come from. I have this place of reclaiming your time, your space, and your energy. I love that so much. Um, I, I, struggle with that all the time. I feel like once I finally get a system down or figure something out, it's like life throws you something else. You know, my kids for this year, we're going, all of my kids were out of the house. They were going to a school. Things changed. I'm having a baby. 
sometime. Um, <laughs> and so the need for me to not be in the car two to three hours a day, I had to flip that. And so my two of my kids have come home. They have teachers that come to our house so that I don't have to do the driving. And so now we're in this phase of figuring out this new level of when can mom fit in her work and, you know, just all of these different pieces. So I can very much appreciate that. (laughs) It's super relevant, especially when the world shut down. We were all forced to stay home. We had to pivot. We had to kind of makeshift home offices and school rooms and everything had to happen under the roof of our house. So it was a good time to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't and also have a lot of leeway with that and be flexible. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive into some organizational type stuff for managing your house, your family. Um, I know for you, there was that very stressful time for finances and things like that. So what were some of those tips that you were using or how did you kind of get started with all of this? Yeah, so I I knew that I needed to make a difference in my family's income just to help sustain us for the next year. That's all I was aiming for. And it has turned into a thriving business. I'm going on year three and I have gotten our family off of food stamps and it feels good to know that if we do have another failed harvest that we will be okay. So yeah, I had to make small and simple changes to my everyday routine so I could create a big outcome of productivity and organization and better time management, because after all, that was the service I was selling too. So I needed to be a product of what I was selling. So some things that I did are very simple things that anyone can do. And I think any mom could benefit from. Um, and if you want, we can just dive in. Yes, absolutely. Dive in. Okay. Great. Because we all have that same 24 hours in our day, right? It's just a matter of how we're spending it. We all get the same allotted 24 hours. Now I understand stuff happens. We go through seasons of life. We have babies. We have toddlers. We have teenagers, whatever that season of life is, take a um, 24 hour period of time and really document your, your day, do a time management log hour by hour throughout the day. And you will see, you'll get a good idea of what a typical day looks like for you and where you're spending your time. And it will also bring awareness to where you can save time, where you can maybe find more pockets of time, where you can consolidate your time. But it's a good way to see exactly how you are spending your time. And then you can go from there by prioritizing, you know, what are the top three things I need to see done in a day? to feel accomplished. Um, But that gives you a good picture of how you're spending your time. I mean, how much time really do we get sucked in scrolling on our phones or answering emails, or we get distracted. We come into a room to fold laundry and we get distracted by photos that are laying out on the counter that we hadn't looked through in three months. And we're all of a sudden traveling down memory lane. It's easy to get distracted. So if we have a good idea of how we're spending our time, it kind of keeps us um, in check. So the next thing, after we kind of manage our time like a budget, it's it's then time to move into productivity. 
Now, what are some ways we can get our energy up to get the most out of each day? So I have some simple things that I love to go to that I have seen huge results with, not only with me and my personal life, but also with my clients and those people that I, you know, work with and talk to. The first is make your bed. You don't feel like making your bed. You might want to crawl back into your bed after getting up, but make your bed. First thing after your feet hit the floor, turn around and make that bed. There's times where my husband still sleep in the bed and my side of the bed's made just so I can get it done. But it does something to your psyche. It does something to your momentum for the day. You've already accomplished something on your to-do list. It just sets you up for success. Yeah, we bought Betty's for everybody in the family (laughs) last year because I was like, I am so tired of seeing unmade beds. Now, if you would have asked my mom in high school, I never made my bed. (laughs) But as a mom, it, it totally does something when you're able to shift that. It's like, I did one thing and it's like immediate, right? And so it just kind of sets the pace for the rest of the day. So I love that tip. It really does. And then at the end of the day, when you're coming back into your room or anytime you walk past your room, you're just like, oh, that looks so nice. You know, it feels good to be in your room. So that's my first tip. And I've had people say, oh, but the bed bugs, I I have this fear of dust mites and bed bugs. I need to air out my sheets. And I say, just, you're fine. You're not going to die. You're fine. Make your bed. Um, The second tip, of productivity is to get dressed every day, but not just get dressed, but get dressed to the shoes. And you will amaze yourself with how much more you will get done in a day. I have a girlfriend. She's like, well, you know what? I have noticed a difference when I'm wearing my flip-flops. Then when I put on my tennis shoes, I get so much more done. And I was like, you know what? There's something to it. When we've got our slippers on, we're just kind of loafing around the house, but you put your shoes on and you are getting stuff done. You are dressed for success. Even if you don't leave your house all day long, you will amaze yourself at how much you will actually get done. So that's tip number two, get dressed to the shoes every day. And you know, even when you're not feeling well, when you brush your hair, put makeup on and get out of your pajamas, you just feel so much better. There's just something about it that makes you just feel fresh and clean and just put together. Yeah. I remember with my first, I would just hang out in my pajamas all day, or I would change into like another pair of yoga pants or something. And my hair was always in like a messy bun and, you know, just kind of no makeup. And my mom's like, why aren't you getting ready? And I was like, why? I just sit around the house all day. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm, you know, whatever. And once I shifted that in terms of getting dressed, doing my makeup, putting my hair, like my productivity went up. Yes. But so did my confidence. Right. I think that that is really important to to keep in mind as well. Yes. Oh, so good. I'm glad you brought that up because that is huge too. It does. It does a number on your confidence for sure. Um, Okay. And my third tip is to keep the kitchen sink empty. There is a magic that happens within that kitchen sink. And when it's clean and clear, you feel so much better about your space. It's about your entire house even. And it's just 
one area of the house that may be emptied, but you will feel so much better in general. I remember coming home from a long day of work and my house was destroyed. The kids had just done a number on the house. It was like a tornado had hit my house. And first thing I did was I went straight to that kitchen sink and I emptied it. I got rid of the dishes, put them away, loaded in the dishwasher. And you know what? Lit a candle felt like a million bucks. Rest of the house, eh, but yeah. I felt good because that kitchen sink was sparkling. That I am totally with you. If my kitchen is clean, the countertops are wiped down, there's not, you know, pots and pans and dishes and whatever all over the place. It I feel like my whole house is clean. <laughs> Even if other yes. rooms are a disaster, it just it's like okay, and then I can just keep working away. So I love that oh. too. 100%. In fact, that whole concept of keeping the kitchen sink empty came when I had three, maybe I, I had two, I was pregnant with a third. And I just felt like, you know, my life is just vacuuming Cheerios. That's all I'm meant for. I'm, I don't ever have adult conversation during the day. I never leave my house. It's so lonely. Why, why even try? Yeah. So I was cashing it in and I told my sister, I'm not doing anything today nothing. I am done. And she said, okay, that's fine. But why don't you try just keeping your kitchen sink empty? Don't do anything else, but keep your kitchen sink empty. And I was like, yeah, okay, I could do that, but I'm not doing anything else. And I told her that and she said, okay. So I did throughout the day, I kept that kitchen sink empty. And looking back, that was probably the most productive day I had had in eight years up until that point. And I said, you know what, there's something to this. Having that clean sink propels you into other areas of the home, other projects, into just, it gives you that momentum to keep going. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I could probably tell you a million stories of when I do let the kitchen sink pile up and what happens to the rest of my house. It starts to fall apart. Like I start to feel like I start to just struggle emotionally right? Like there's just something mentally that, that ends up happening. It's harder for me to cook in my, in my kitchen. Like I don't want to make dinner. I don't want to make breakfast. I don't, you know, I don't want to do any of those things. And so it's like, everything just starts going down down the toilet for me. So I, so simple, so simple. Cause, and we're really trying to work with my kids lately on put your dishes in the sink and the older ones, rinse it out, put it in the dishwasher, rinse it out, put it in the dishwasher right away. You know? Yeah. And I, I grew, <laughs> I grew up doing that. And I remember my husband, this was like the one thing when we got married, he would come home and he would just throw his dishes in the sink. And I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like you can't take two seconds to rinse it out and put it in the dishwasher, you know? And and hit like he just grew up in a different home. They would do that and he would come back to it later. And mm-hmm. I mean, they always have a clean sink too, but he was in his mind. That was the first thing that you do. You empty out your bag. When you come home from work, you throw it in the sink, go put away other stuff, take off your shoes, you know? And I would just remember thinking like, I'm going to kill you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and we, we've done our little tango and it's all better now, but yeah. Yeah, I can totally get that. Um, so tell me, tell us if someone is just getting started with organizing their home, what, where should they start? What 
should they do? Oh, actually, we might not be done with your tips. So we talked about taking an inventory of your 24 hours mm -hmm. and then um, moving into that productivity and, and those three tasks of making your bed, getting dressed um, to your shoes and then the kitchen. So is there more after that? No, that was a perfect okay. segue into the next. Okay, yeah. perfect. So organization comes next. And I have had so many clients just say, I don't know where to start. I even hired an assistant to help me on my last job. And she was finishing doing something for me. And then she turned to move to the next thing. And she was like, uh, I'm stuck. Help. I don't know what to do. Cause there's just stuff everywhere. She didn't know where to be directed. And I was like, okay, focus in, narrow in. So this is a, a principle that I teach other moms because we can use this around our house. It's all about the quick win. So when you're feeling you know, disorganized, the clutter's caving in on you. You're feeling that anxiety and that stress every time you walk past that bedroom or that closet where you can't even shut the door, whatever it is, take 10 minutes out of your day. You don't need an entire weekend set aside because everyone puts those projects off and then off again. All you need is 10 minutes. Pick one surface in your house, one surface, whether it's the nightstand, your desk, a countertop, um, a floor, whatever it is, pick one surface, set your timer for 10 minutes and clear that one surface because everyone has 10 minutes they could spare in a day. And if you did that every day or even once a week, how many surfaces would you be getting through? And by the end of the month, your whole house is done, you know? So I'm all about the quick win. Now, I've also dealt a lot with people dealing with, you know, ADD, ADHD, and they walk into a room and get super distracted and they don't remember why they came into that room or something turns their attention from what they were wanting to accomplish. So I have a little trick for that. If you say, okay, I'm going to tackle my bedroom today. I still stand by the 10 minutes, set your timer for 10 minutes, walk into that room. And I want you to start with trash. So just repeat over and over in your head, trash, 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 as you're looking for all the pieces of trash in that room and collecting them. Once you've done that, move on to the next thing. Maybe it's laundry and repeat that to yourself. Laundry, laundry, laundry. I'm looking for all the pieces of laundry. Then it might be dishes, whatever that next item is and repeat it to yourself over and over again until you're finished clearing out that item. And that's how you work through a space. I always say whatever your eye lands on first is the first thing you're going to focus on. So you might walk into an office and there's just stuff everywhere. Let your eyes land on something, anything. It could be highlighters. Okay, that's what we're focusing on first. We're going to collect all the highlighters in this office. And once we've done that, the next thing my eye lands on. Okay, paper. We're going to go for the paper. We're going to collect all the paper. So it's it's really a lot simpler than it's made out to be. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so one of the things that I do when I'm in a room, I, I get a bucket because I find that my kids bring toys and bring kitchen things into rooms. And I'm like, how did this even, like, why is the, the whisk in the bedroom, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. So I have like a little bucket that I'll just throw everything in that doesn't belong in that room. Because what I found for myself 
is I, I have, I don't like not really ADD and ADHD, but like if I found the whisk in my bedroom, I would go into my kitchen and put it away or wash it or something, you know, and I could get distracted by, oh, I'm going to just wipe down this counter. And, and then I would get derailed from my, (laughs) from my things. So I now have a bucket that I will bring with me, throw it in there so that I can finish that one room. That's awesome. And if you can stay disciplined to then put your attention on the bucket and actually empty the bucket, then that's a perfect system. But there are some people that put it in a bucket and then they're like, oh, it's taken care of. I don't need to worry about the bucket yeah. and they'll never get to the bucket. So it, that's a great idea. That's an awesome idea because then it t- doesn't distract you from the room. You can still stay in the room Yes, that you're working on. I love Sometimes that. Sometimes it stays in the bucket for a couple of days or I'll put <laughs> certain things away. Like if I'm going into the kitchen, I'll put, you know, the kitchen things away, but you know, every once in a while, but It's not a perfect thing. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I did, my parents did, I should say, growing up is for the 10 minutes, we called it white tornado. My mom would put on music. We'd set a timer for 10 minutes. I don't know how it got started with white tornado because nobody that I've ever spoken with since knows what that is. Um, but that <laughs> that's what I do with my kids. I'm like, okay, it's white tornado. And they're like, oh, mama, you know? <laughs> so I grew up doing the 10 minute thing and it's, it's a huge, makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, I am a little bit curious though, about looking at hiring someone to come into your home to maybe help get you started or, you know, long-term to come in. I don't know. Tell, tell me more about that. So there's different degrees of organization. You could have somebody who's, you know, a hoarder and on the verge of having CPS called on them and they need assistance because they honestly don't know what to do or how to do it. That would be a very hands-on service where you're kind of teaching them how to do it and what to do. Then there's another type of service where you'll have an organizer come in and they just take your home to the next level. They'll bring in systems and containers and all kinds of things that will just bring your house up to the next level. So if you have an area that, I mean, sure, you know how to be organized, but you just don't want to have to deal with it. That's a great time to hire an organizer. Or if you just want everything taken to the next level, that's another time you would then almost like an interior decorator, an organizer should be able to come in and design your space with systems and containers for your stuff. So it's kind of like hiring an interior decorator, honestly. And then there's, um, you know, if you want someone just to come in to maintain things for you, that's a whole different service too. That's kind of more along the lines of a housekeeper. So you have, you know, all, all different phases of organization. A really smart time to hire an organizer is if you're just moving into a home or you've just renovated or remodeled and you're putting everything back in, hire an organizer to help you do it right the first time. So as everything's getting unpacked and put back in, you're getting those systems set up and you're getting those beautiful um, organization solutions or containers. Yeah. For that space, we just moved in February and I was literally just talking to my husband about this. I'm like, there's two closets, one that's in our 
um, like mudroom when you first enter into the garage or enter in from the garage and then go into the kitchen. And there's one in the half bath and I'm looking at them and I'm like, it just doesn't work. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I need someone to come and just almost do it for me and get those, the right boxes, right containers, and just make it all <laughs> pretty and work because I don't want to do it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I want it done, but I don't want to do it myself. So yeah, yeah, I can totally agree that moving in <laughs> is a great time to do things like that. So what would those different services, what would they look like? What would they cost? So you can piece it together. Um, usually it's by the project. How big is the space? How much stuff are we dealing with? Um, what types of things are we going to need to order as far as product? And so it's a good place to start with photos. Usually I ask my clients, send in photos of your space. And then we have a conversation. How do you want the space to function for you in your life and amongst you know your lifestyle? Because I could go and set something up that works great for me, but it might not work for you at all. So that's a big component of it. And then once we talk through that, an estimate can be given as to how much time it will take, how much it will cost as far as labor and installation and ordering products, all of that. And then, you know, we move forward. I typically like to get my projects done in a day. So once I leave your house, it's done. So that could be anywhere from four hours to eight hours, depending on the space. And then we bring in, you know, team members if we need to get it done faster kind of a thing. So it really depends space by space. And um, if you're doing an in-home service where you're hiring someone to come into your home, that also depends where you live because every area has a different standard and different price rate. But I would say on average, you're probably going to spend anywhere from $75 to $125 an hour on average. Nowadays, though, we have plus, virtual. Plus material, correct? So like if you're ordering mm -hmm. bins, that would be what you would pay for the labor and then plus the material to cover that space, right? Right. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, I think totally reasonable. Okay. And so then tell us about online. How do you work with someone online? So that was really cool to kind of evolve that service when COVID hit because everybody shut down. No one wanted anyone in their homes, but we were still going crazy because we were locked inside our homes and realizing how disorganized they were. So this service kind of took off really. And it's kind of cool. You just get on like a Zoom call, a video conference call, and I am your eyes and you are my hands. So the client would actually be doing the work, but I would be guiding them and telling them, okay, see that box in the corner, open it up. What's inside? Let's go through it. And actually working alongside them just virtually. And then I like to compile a customized shopping list that, of things that they could buy to put into the space to help them house all the things that we just went through. I think that's so cool. And I love that idea, especially for someone who maybe isn't naturally organized or never learned those skills. Um, my mom is married to my stepdad and she's like, he just doesn't know how to put things away. And I go over there and I see it. I'm like, this is not the house that I grew up in, you know, because my mom 
was able to teach me good organizational skills. When you're done with your plate or your dish, you rinse it off, you put it in the dishwasher, you know, those little things help. And I love the idea of having like them doing the work and you telling them what to do. It's like the, I think they call it the teacher model model where it's, I do, we do, you do. Right. And that's how people typically learn is either I can do it for you or I'm going to show you how to do it, but you're going to get better results from us doing it together. You're going to learn the skills and then you can do it on your own. So I think that's beautiful. So for like working with someone virtually in that capacity, what does that look like? Um, It's very similar to an in-home service where you'll send in your pictures. We'll have that conversation. We'll discuss your goals and the outcome. That usually happens in a consultation. And then an estimate can still be given on time. That's usually the only component because the shopping list can come after the session or before the session. And then the client has the choice. Do they want to purchase the items or not? But you'll still go through the organizing process with the organizer. So it's generally um, about the same time, maybe a little bit more because you don't have that team of organizers with you in the space. But that's a good time to just take on smaller areas at a time. Just do one room at a time, one space at a time per session. Because you don't want to burn out the client and do eight hours of organizing. We usually keep it to two, two hours max. I was going to say, I think I would just be drained after, (laughs) after, you know. And I, I work really good independently on my own. But like there's a different level of, I don't know, connection and brain power that has to go into working as a team. For sure. Um, All right. So let's kind of wrap things up a little bit here and tell us how can people, um, how can people work with you? You know, give us a little bit of background on your services and, um, I think most of the people are going to be more virtual um, (laughs) listening to the podcast. So give us a little bit of that. Yeah, I'm based in El Paso, Texas. So if you're not local to me, then virtual service would be the way to go. And I do offer uh, business coaching as well for anyone interested in doing what I did and building a a personal organizing business themselves. So you can find me at my website, barbiejoe.com and all my information's there. I'm also on uh, Instagram as life.organizing and Facebook. You could join my Facebook groups called Don't Get Lost in the Laundry, which is also the name of my podcast. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on. Is there any last words of wisdom or anything that you feel like the listeners need to know? Um, yeah, the I would say your home is a reflection of you. And so you want to have it reflect you the best way possible. But at the same time, don't overwhelm yourself and feel like you have to have a Pinterest worthy house all the time and that everybody has 10 minutes. And remember, you could do so much in just 10 minutes. Yeah, I love that. Focused 10 minutes. Yes. yes. <laughs> Add in that focus in there. Well, thank you, Barbie Joe, for being on. I hope you guys take a few minutes out of your day. Go follow her on Instagram and start implementing these things and invest in yourself because I truly believe that organization is one of those things that translates into our brain, 
right? A clean home <laughs> gives us a clean mind. And that's one of the first things that I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious is start cleaning up, you know, my house. So good for you. <laughs> Not <Love> always. <laughs> well, thank you for being on and I will see you guys in the next. Today's episode is brought to you and sponsored by Wellevate. Wellevate is the online supplement company that we use with our clients to have them purchase high quality therapeutic grade supplements. Companies like Douglas Labs and Pure Encapsulation and Thorn and all of these different things provided to you at your fingertips for 10% off all of your orders. All you have to do is go visit the show notes set up an account and you will be able to access their library and you will be able to see our favorite supplements that we recommend and use for our clients. Things like collagen, vitamin D, B complexes, magnesium, and so much more. The last thing I want to tell you about Wellevate is not only do you get 10% off all of your orders, but they also have free shipping on orders over $49. Plus, their customer service is out of this world. They ship all of their orders within 24 to 48 hours. So head over, check it out, set up your account, and get ordering. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram, and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.